Welcome to the cocoon, where the 99% transform into 100%. I'm your host, Michael Baker, and you're listening to the Open Door Podcast Series. Please welcome my guest from Portland, Oregon, Wilfredo Benitez. I am in the studio today with Will, Wilfredo, how do you say your name? Wilfredo Benitez, yes. Benitez. And what is that? Uh, I'm Puerto Rican, so oh, it's, Puerto a, Rican. it's a Puerto Rican Hispanic name, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So I, I, for some reason, I think it, I thought it was Cuban. Oh no, close. It's, okay. It's, you know, geographically close right, to Puerto Rico. Yeah. I'm not. Trust me. I'm not trying to lump everybody in the oh, same I, boat. I understand. But <laughs> so it is. I am uh, always excited to to meet everyone. I met you um, just as I met our last guest, Shalom, um, at Lydia's uh, space about what three weeks ago. A month ago? I'd say three weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Yeah. And, you know, I find the fascinating, talented people. And um, you are one of those people that you just, your energy shines bright. So I was just like, what do you do? Um, and I have, you, you've, obviously I know now, but uh, I am so glad that uh, you're here. And why don't you tell everybody um, your story? What are you doing here? Just moved to Portland, right? Not two, two, well, two years ago. Almost two years ago, yep. Two years okay. ago in January, uh, moved to Portland from New Jersey. All right. And I was born and raised in New Jersey. Um, and I moved here with my fiance, then girlfriend, uh, who had gotten into medical school at the naturopathic school here in Portland. And, and what's that school? The National University of Natural Medicine. Otherwise known as NC. And, well, it was NCNM because it was oh. National College. They got university status. Oh, that's right. Just this past summer. You just told, yeah. In time uh, for me to start. Of course and, it is. Right. So what does that mean? Because they got university status and... I guess it's an application process that they go through and they have to kind of uh, prove themselves to an accreditation board that they're uh, a university and they offer different curriculum and have undergraduate yes. uh, programs. I imagine okay. that's part of it. And so they did start undergraduate programs, actually. Okay. I think we have like 20 undergraduates in our Fascinating. school Fascinating. Um, to do this. And now we are a university. Okay. All right. So guy came here, came to the school. Yeah. So again, we came here to Portland uh, for her. You know, we came eight months, nine months early just to kind of get to know Portland, get to know Oregon, uh, do some fun stuff before her starting medical school, me starting work. Mm-hmm. And... Um, at, but at that point, you know, I wanted to uh, pursue the nutrition degree at this school. Um, I, I felt that calling, and almost immediately after I started working for a few months, um, started to look into uh, the prerequisite courses that I needed to complete to get into this program, and started taking those at uh, PCC, the community college here. Mm-hmm. And that was f- the rest of you know summer and, and fall of that year, 2015, mm-hmm. and. Then I applied in fall of 2015, got admitted in March of 2016 this year, and I'm in it. On Okay, all and, right. And, and I love Portland, and now I also have some more purpose here in Portland. As a, as a student and aspiring nutritionist or a uh, person who wants to use nutrition to better the world. I love that. Okay, see? See what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I know my people. Tell me what was the inspiration? Uh, I mean, were you always thinking about food? Tell me a little about your background and uh, how this happened, how you came to come to Portland in, you know, and pick nutrition as your field. 
Sure. So okay. this isn't my first graduate program. Oh. Um, no. So uh, I was an undergraduate back in New Jersey, Rutgers University, where I did my undergrad and graduate school. Um, you know, I was studying political science in my first, you know, my undergrad years. And uh, that was really, I was never called to study political science. I was interested in politics and interested in government. I liked policy. I thought I could affect change that way. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to kind of change something for the better. Really? Yeah. Like and, at what age? Uh, oh, probably that I could think back to high school. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if, if middle school or elementary school, possibly. I'd have to ask my parents. But uh, <laughs> Come on, you don't remember these school. things? <laughs> well, uh, you know, in middle school and elementary school, I wanted to be in law enforcement like my dad. Uh, oh. That was the influence there. Um, but in high school, when you know you start to think a little bit more, yeah. uh, you have more influence on you. I uh, wanted to be an Egyptologist. You know what an Egyptologist is? You're an archaeologist that studies uh, and works in uh, Egypt, kind of working on ancient Egyptian culture and, hmm. and artifacts. Um, and I was so interested in that. Hmm. And then it didn't take too long to kind of ground myself in other stuff. Um, one of them being government but, and politics. Well, hold on. Let's go back for a second. To ancient Egypt? <laughs> yes. I'm Let's very, go back. I'm it's very long, fascinated. Long well, we back. won't go all the way there because we got to get to the nutritionist thing <laughs> right. here. What is an Egyptologist? So, and uh, how I was approaching Egyptology was, so it's a study of ancient Egypt is what it, Egyptology is. Mm. Um, and as an Egyptologist, I would be, I guess you could be an anthropologist and studying the culture of ancient Egypt, but also I was kind of going uh, at it from the archaeological perspective um, or approach. And I wanted to you know, do the excavations and the digging and the mm. discovering and, and researching of artifacts to better understand uh, ancient Egyptian culture. I was so fascinated with uh, I, maybe mummies is maybe how it started, <laughs> but then I just started reading a lot more about ancient Egypt and and their their religions and and their gods and their rituals and and their culture and foods and and how they really did impact hmm. a lot of what happened like society around them civilization, um, and we have a lot to thank hmm. them for. Hmm. And I just think that at the time I was just fascinated by it all and realized there's a lot more to still learn. You know, we haven't discovered everything we need to discover about these ancient civilizations. And um, I was I had this calling my freshman year of high school to help out in that way. Um, and how, what did you do? Oh, I was just kind of looking up uh, nonprofit work and, and universities where I can kind of study actually in Egypt um, and learn archaeology and, and volunteer on excavation sites and... You know, I was again. That was my freshman year, and it wow. it didn't probably even take the full year for me to switch over. But <laughs> while I'm still interested and always have been interested in, in ancient Egypt, mm -hmm. it just was no longer a career right. uh, thing for me. You couldn't see that as something that you were going to do on a yeah, and, and it, it might have been just the turmoil that started to happen in that area mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. um, uh, what was it, the spring. Spring something. Yeah, that was yeah. I, I know. What you're, I, I don't know exactly. So I'm, I'm not going to quote too. it. Yeah, but um, but yeah, and that that could have maybe made me change my mm -hmm. mind. Like, okay, that's a uh, it's still interesting, but as far as career and life choice goes, maybe I need to change it up a little bit. Okay. Um. All right. So yeah, back to nutrition. Yes. Are we there? So, yeah. How did you get from Egyptologist to <laughs> to political silence to political science lawyer? You know, policeman. Um. 
and then uh, teaching. I, I, I was a summer camp counselor at a YMCA for eight years. And I wasn't just a camp counselor. I was doing everything with these kids. Recreation classes, referee, birthday uh, parties, uh, working the concession staff at the pool. I, I mean, I was just in it. And I, I was really, I just loved being around kids. And I loved um, working with people who love to work with kids. Yeah. I think it's a great culture to be uh, surrounded in. And I thought, as far as career goes when I'm in college, you know, how else? I, I was in political science. I was a declared major in political science, but I no longer wanted to go that route. What else can I do? Oh, I love kids. How can I combine the two? Mm. Um, oh, I can teach social studies to kids. I can use my political science background. It grounds me in, in the social sciences. And I can go ahead and teach history and teach sociology and teach um, civics education to kids of all ages, whether it be elementary, middle, high school. Um, and I can just kind of make a make an impact and change that way. And so I did. I proceeded mm. to do that. And, and I went to, I applied for graduate school and got in. And it was a year-long program. Uh, and I graduated my master's in education, which I still hold. I'm still very proud of. And I started to teach a little bit. But in right before graduate school started, um, I would say my, my kind of food journey is as, as what I would call my food journey started. Um, and that just that changed me. Hmm. And it changed my, my girlfriend, who's now my fiance as well. Um, and that was I, I've always been active. I was in athletics all of since I was, you know, probably five years old, but mm -hmm. all throughout high school, for sure, more competitively. And um, when I got into college, I was no longer on a team sport. I wasn't, you know, uh, athletically. Um, I wasn't competing on an athletic, on a collegiate level, rather. Um, but I still love, I still love to run. I still love to be active and, and play recreational sports with my friends. But I wasn't feeling as well as I was back in high school, I guess. My body started to change a little bit. Um, and the, the only thing that I could think to, and my family had an influence there too, kind mm -hmm. of pointing me out that... Pointing out, you, what did they say? Yeah, what did you're they getting, say? Were you getting fat? Were you... <laughs> they wouldn't say it like that, but maybe I'm, maybe something like, you look a little bit more comfortable, or I guess college is treating you well. So it was the weight. <laughs> That was part of it, I'm sure, but you know that, that was it for them because they're not it. feeling how I'm feeling. Right, exactly. So for them, they just they can only speak to what they see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I was never around them that much to the point where I was, you know, I was going back for weekends, but not to the point where they can see. And I was always happy around them because I love to go home and visit them. Yeah. But when I'm back in school, kind of your every day, they weren't seeing what I was experiencing, and I just wasn't feeling well. I wasn't feeling good, positive energy. It wasn't um, feeling optimistic about my my health and and my you know my, the direction i was going into and where at this point what direction were you going into you were in at the, that point I was, had, I was you already had your master's degree oh no this was right before okay so it was right before it all right so at that point the direction i was going was graduate school oh okay for education for teaching mm -hmm. and i just started to lose you know the uh, assurance or or the the drive for that you know, I, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do teaching. I'm still, I still like the idea of teaching, but I never, I stopped loving the idea of teaching. Mm -hmm. and I stopped um, looking forward necessarily to starting and to learning about teaching and being the best educator possible. Um, in addition to the physical changes that I was feeling, and I just, I guess, I just saw food at that point, nutrition as 
um, uh, one, a possible reason why I wasn't feeling that way, hmm. you know, perhaps, and, and with the, the kind of comments that my family was making just started me getting me to think about food. Um, but as I mentioned, I was, I was running, I was playing soccer. So how I, hmm. um, nourished my body, um, impacted the, that for sure. You know, my running and my, cause then there's weight. There's putting in food in your body that's going to kind of energize you to do these sports. So I was thinking about food a little bit in that way as fuel, um, but we, I wasn't really thinking about food as nourishment, food as medicine or energy, um, it, other than energy for running, but not energy for life. Interesting. Living. You said energy for running because I was going to say if you were running, obviously – if you noticed weight, you would you would notice that you were gaining weight if you're running mm -hmm. all the time, right? Yeah, so so yeah. you noticed that you you obviously knew you were gaining some weight. Mm -hmm. yeah. Were you feeling weighed down? Yes, but not necessarily from the physical weight. I think it was just from mm -hmm. life, you know, from other things that were going on. And that could have just been the stress of college for a college student. Um, but I, I don't know if I ever pinpointed that necessarily to food. Okay. All right. So let's get to that part. Yeah. So, yeah, I started to think about food um, or, or hoping that food would provide that nourishment, that provide that energy for longing for the future, you know, because I was kind of losing that a little bit. Um, and, you know, I was having these conversations with my girlfriend and she was kind of feeling the same way. She was a collegiate diver and her she was realizing that maybe her diet wasn't as great too. And she was also kind of feeling this. She was uh, questioning diving, which she had done for years and loved it. She was a collegiate diver, mm -hmm. so she was good at it too. Uh, and she was starting to question her commitment to the team and, and uh, relationships with teammates and whether or not she wanted to continue doing it. Um, and so it was all these kind of just questioning and maybe that's normal, but for us, we just started to think more about it. We started to think, why is this happening? Uh, is there a way to kind of, stop questioning and start discovering. And we, I guess that maybe opened our minds to, to food and to what we were putting into our body, something we kind of had control over. And we, uh, being that we were health conscious as, as athletes, um, we saw food and health and we decided to kind of learn about the two as, as they related to each other. And in that process, we discovered vegetarianism. You know, I, I had a friend who I just met in college. I never really or maybe I did know someone who was vegetarian or vegan, but I never questioned them about it. I maybe knew what they ate, but we never had conversations. And in college, that was the first time I met someone who was a friend who we talked about that diet and that lifestyle and why they were doing that and how they felt. Hmm. And, and what I, was and what was that? I mean, how did you get from and why vegetarianism? And I'm not I, we don't know the whole story yet. But no, sure. You sure. went so you noticed that you were feeling differently mm -hmm. and you you started questioning your motivation for what you were doing and, and you you were trying to make a connection i'm not feeling so mm -hmm. right in not just your body but just in your direction is that what i'm hearing yes yes and your girlfriend at the time was starting to question the same things and you guys somehow put together let's look at this from a food and body perspective and, and see what this does and what i'm what i just heard you say was that um you started, to, you know, searching, mm -hmm. and you discovered from this friend about vegetarianism. Now, and I say that because a lot of people, you know, they think because you know you're an athlete, of course you eat well, and 
you know, but you, you said something at the beginning, nutrition. And so I want to know how you put nutrition and then vegetarianism uh, uh, together. How did this, how did this evolve into, you know, your now journey yeah. that you're going into? Yeah, sure. So um, when I started to think about health and, and, and food and tried to make that relation, I guess I, I thought to vegetarianism because of this, this friend who, who I knew was actually vegan, but, you know, went through that journey of being vegetarian and then being vegan. Um, and she was the just this vibrant girl full of energy, full of positivity knew exactly what she wanted to do, uh, was was happy doing everything she was doing. And I, I served on a couple of uh, student organizations with her. And um, I got to work with her, you know, in, in meetings and, and us one-on-one planning things and just hanging out socially as well. Uh, and, and she had it together. And th- these vibes that she gave off, this vibrant energy, um, was what I was at the time longing for. Like, I wanted that because I was losing it mm-hmm. a little bit. And so when I started to think about health and food and thinking, you know, you know, to this, who, who has it, you know, where am I feeling what I want? And I, I wasn't consciously thinking that, but I clearly was subconsciously thinking it because I was drawn to her and what she had. And the only thing that I knew of her that I kind of wasn't doing, we were both going through college. We were both on these student organizations. We both had aspirations, um, but she was a vegetarian uh, or vegan and, and I, I wasn't. So uh, you know, I'm thinking about health and food, and I'm like, oh, let me let me explore that. Let me learn a little bit more about that because I I've heard about vegetarianism, but I never thought about it that yeah. way. And let me let me just learn more. And so uh, Val and I decided to my fiance uh, at the time start researching and and hearing stories about people who were on who were vegetarian uh what what their health outcomes were what their energy was like after doing this why they did it in the first place mm-hmm. was it to lose weight was it to feel better was it because they no longer wanted to hurt animals what was the case and um and and what we saw read heard uh People were feeling great on a vegetarian diet. Uh, you know, you had some exceptions, but for the most part, and, and this is where we we kind of worked together on, was if you did it right and if you did it well and you had right intentions, um, you could you could thrive on this on this diet and in this lifestyle. And so we started it, and it took some time, and and we wanted to make sure we were doing it, do justice, and did our learning process. Uh, and then she, I think, went vegetarian first, and it did not take me long. I mean, less than a month to jump right on board. And, um, yeah, we did that for about five months. And, and But right away, I mean, between her diving and my running, I'd say within a month, probably less, the energy we were feeling was so great. Um, we were thriving. I was doing my, my training and my workouts, and I could do a, a harder workout the next day without any kind of pain, without any kind of um, negative feeling about working out, about my running. Hmm. Um, you know, the food that I was eating, or maybe not eating, was just giving me so much more energy. Um, and and I, I just ran with that, literally, right? no pun intended. <laughs> and soon, you know, about four months into that journey, that part of my journey, uh, I, I started to think, or we started to think about a, a vegan lifestyle. Okay, so let me stop here because there are people. I have some questions here. Yeah, ask. Okay. 
a lot of people do not understand um, veganism or vegetarianism. And when you say isms, it, it does sound like a, a religion or a thing that people are doing or the people who eat meat or are bad and horrible and we should all stop eating meat and, you know, because, you know, you're hurting the animal. So there's all these things out there that we're obviously not going to be able to talk about today and we'll get to. Mm-hmm. So people have a lot of questions about this, but I specifically like to talk about what people's experiences are. So you weren't you said you actually felt energized and uh, and so I think a big question for people is the protein and you know meat um, just you know body wise I mean even if you know of course people like the meat the taste of meat but okay so say you were to do this um, but the biggest question or fear is that you're not going to get enough nutrition you're not going to have enough of the protein and that's in like lifting weights I mean I'm looking at your body and you're you're bulky. You're not a you know uh, a big gigantic guy, but you're definitely not you know a thin guy. I mean, um, so obviously you're doing something with your nutrition now, but I don't know what happened then. So tell me, you know that kind of that process when you guys said it was for five months. So did you notice any muscle loss? Were you? I mean, what did you notice besides just you know the energy? Yeah. So before we went vegetarian, as I said, we were kind of learning everything we needed to learn about it, and that's when I even thought. Um, and that's where nutrition came in, like my passion for nutrition. We weren't just reading articles about vegetarianism or watching documentaries. We were learning about this diet um, through those stories. But also we wanted to make sure that as athletes, it was something that we can still thrive on. Like we were kind of conscious about that. Um, so we were, we were, that's when I first started to learn about proteins as more than just meat. Where else does it come from? Um, so we, we, when we were vegetarian, we were, you know, going towards legumes as uh, a protein source, going towards uh, soy, soybeans or tofu as a protein source, uh, going towards nuts and seeds as great protein sources. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't eating much of that on, you know, I would have some beans with, with other foods, but nuts and seeds, not really. Soy, probably couldn't tell you what it looked like <laughs> yeah um and i know a lot of people avoid yeah. soy but just the fact that i couldn't even tell you what was soy and what was tofu <laughs> i mean if, if you don't eat soy you at least probably know what tofu is or right. looks like i wouldn't be able to tell you right. so i learned so much about food during that time and um it, it helped i think a lot helped me to thrive uh, in my running and my training and, and bowel as well um, and we were, you know, we were taking out the meats as a vegetarian and, and we actually were just eating uh, fish. So we were eating fish. I was going to say, wasn't it hard stopping to eat meat? I mean, a big fat burger. Yeah. You know, juicy no. burger and funny enough, steak. we actually, <laughs> we stopped eating red meat before we even considered vegetarianism. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That was one thing that we took away when we first started to think about food at all. Um, and why was that? Just, I guess, probably news articles about the um, the, the dangers of eating too much red meat time. and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we we cut. We weren't eating that much anyway. So we were like, okay, we can cut that out, and that'll be fine. And and now this actually goes uh, was the same for being vegetarian. Was that we weren't really we were cooking for ourselves, and we were even buying our own groceries. And just our setup at the time, we weren't really cooking that much meat, if if at all. You and, know, we, and you, the huge thing I just heard is that you've made your own meals. Yes. And that's another big part of it because yes, yes. you're not eating 
whatever chemicals or what you know you get to control what is going on in your body so that's right Okay. Yeah, we had a lot of homemade sweet potato fries and, <laughs> and a lot of lentils, a lot of salads. Uh-huh. Um, mm. I think I eat cleaner then than I than I do now. <laughs> I hear you. Um, but it was a lot of that, and and we just felt so good, and that's what gave us the energy to. Okay, I want more of this. You yes. know, I want. We're fe- we felt so good so quickly, you know, and so within six months after going vegetarian, um, we we were vegan. Uh, it it uh, to me that didn't that looking back, isn't a long time, um to to just make that leap. And so vegan, explain is no no animal products. So meaning no 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 eggs. Correct. No cheese. Correct. No. <laughs> you hear how I say no cheese, cheese from a <laughs> no cheese no cheese uh, from an animal. From, uh well come on people are gonna that's not cheese <laughs> all right we know what cheese is right um <laughs> no offense anyone I have, I have friends who call it cheese yes whatever that stuff is <laughs> whatever that's not cheese uh so basically nothing that has to do that came from an animal right uh, it has yeah. to be all just grown from the ground um from the soil essentially yes yeah and some people okay. go as far as to say no honey that's always a up in the air one right um but there are some vegans who do exclude honey some include it um but and that's yeah. more of a what what is that all about is the that honey a nutrition one? thing or is that because it's no the a- honey one comes from the animal too it's it's uh, some would say exploiting bees um and i see so okay again another it's not just that is not what i just heard when you say vegan is that is it a nutrition thing or is it also about um you know the economics or mm-hmm. ethics, you know, explain because a lot of people are confused. Sure, and I think you know it depends on who you're asking. Really. Exactly. What what? So for for us personally, um, it was for health. It was for a health thing. That's why we started to think about food at all, and that's why we went for vegetarianism and transitioned to um, veganism. And and it was health as well as the energy and the 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 energy for for being a better athlete at the time um so in addition to it being like a naturally anti-inflammatory diet if you're eating well Mm. um so there were both components but for us i guess i could lump it into it was for the health part and and then gradually it did become for you know for the environment when we started to learn more about that when we were more open to learning more about veganism and how that impacted the environment and and then after the environment, I'd say came animals. So it wasn't animals for us in the first, you know, in the beginning, but eventually it was when we started to watch more videos on what was happening and, and learning about the truth behind the animal industry. Um, when you say animal industry, are you talking about big industry or yes. small, tiny? No, farms? big, big, yeah. big industry. Okay. Um, big difference. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we were we were watching documentaries on was on big industry and big corporations um, and, and how they were mis, mis, I want to say treating mistreating animals. And so then we started to have more passion for that and, and you know, felt more um, right or not right empowered, empowered. Sure. And in, in our in our vegan lifestyle, when we started to see how we were not taking part of that. Um, but for many, many people, many vegans that I know, it's it's all it's all the above it's it's either or it's it's health it's environment it's planet it's animals uh it's it's because they they just feel well on it Mm -hmm. 
um, maybe not even knowing the health part. They just feel good on it. So, yeah, it does vary, and it might be a journey for everybody, and they're going to start somewhere and end somewhere else or somehow build all of them. You know, that's kind of where mm-hmm. we are. Okay, and so with that said, with saying how you felt, um, how many years has this been? Uh, four years. Four, four years, four okay. Years. Uh, I hear a lot of people. I had Shalom on here, and he was um, uh, another guest, and he said that a lot of vegans have to take supplement not you know shots or not shots i don't want to misquote mm-hmm. it but some sort of supplement i don't know if it was b12 or it's a b12 uh, and, and it actually comes in shot form which is probably why you say that okay yeah and so the question is is okay why what are you could you be doing to get that from nature um that you're not getting if you're not eating uh, a, a, a i'm assuming a meat or an animal product mm-hmm. yeah so b12 is going to come from mainly animals so if you are if you're taking animals so this is vegetarians as well not just vegans but Mm -hmm. if you're taking animals out of your diet um you do want to supplement it so some people supplement it with a b12 shot some people supplement in capsule form that's how i do it um how else can you get it besides eating animals if you are abstaining from eating animals such as vegetarians strict vegetarians i.e vegans um nutritional yeast is a source of b12 um, B12 is also in leafy greens. You know, spinach has some B12 in Kale. it. Kale. Kale, yep. But it's not enough, right. you know. So really, no matter how much you eat, it's not enough B12 that you kind of need. Okay. Um, so you can start to feel after years of abstaining from eating meats and perhaps not supplementing with B12 is when you'll probably start to see symptoms of a b12 uh, deficiency fatigue being something that's kind of number one what you'll see i see and so people so here here's let me be on the other side of this people say well that is the big thing of saying that you should have some sort of maybe not meat maybe Mm -hmm. eggs or some sort of animal product that we're producing because obviously if the body was doing it was doing what it's doing it needs it for something and you're artificially putting in a shot or you know taking a pill Mm -hmm. to to do this what are your thoughts on that you know they have logic that that is a logical um opinion and and belief and and valid it is it is necessary yeah and you know for me it's not that i'm saying i i should be vegan or people need to be vegan Mm -hmm. and not I I enjoy my decision. I I do. I enjoy uh, eating everything else but animals. I have no problem with it. Um, so for me, I'm not, I'm not worried about the uh, should I be. Is it natural to take a supplement and not? Nat- I just feel better doing it, and and I I feel better not participating in harming animals. And um, some people may say, but it's it's. Clearly, if you're if you have to supplement with something else, then it's not natural, and maybe there's validity there, um, and and most likely there probably is. It's probably a very very valid statement to have to make. But at that point, what I would tell someone is, but what do you want to do? Exactly for you, yeah, for you, right? Yeah, what do you want to do? Yeah, so so you can have that. You can lay it out there. I can agree with you as a vegan, mm-hmm. but what do you want? You know, I'm not telling you you need to be this. I'm not. We're not going to argue here. What do you want to do? Do you want to, if it comes down to animals, do you want to, to take part in what big industries are doing to animals and how they're mistreating them? Uh, if it comes down to the environment, do you want to um, 
help the environment and in some way and maybe that's not going vegan maybe that's reducing your meat consumption um maybe that is taking part in you know environmental practices that are better for the environment helping support local farmers who are doing things very sustainably and i you know there's lots of things that sure. could be done and that, you know, like you said, small amounts of it. Um, there's many different things. But I ask that because people ask these questions and, um, you know, what we're doing here, what I'm doing here, it's all about uh, not trying to pick a fight, but saying that every point of view is valid. When I say valid, meaning you have a point, you have a perspective. That's what people are. We're all perspectives. And it's amazing. I learn from them. And but what do you, you said it? But what do you want? What do you want? And, and that is key, 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 key. And it sounds like that you have figured that out, that you're like, this is what I want. You, you've gone through these things. And so I'm going to go a little bit forward. And you said you pick nu- being a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. This is what you want to do. Obviously. Yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so you went through all these different journeys. And so tell us now, what are you doing? You're going to school, um, the nutrition came it sure yep here we go so i yeah i'm in a master's program uh in nutrition science at that university the national university of natural medicine and i will be you know done this program in july so it's just about seven months away eight months away um and what do i want to do yes my favorite question sure if i if i'm putting a label on it i want to be a nutritionist if i'm not as i mentioned in the beginning of this interview I want to make communities, individuals, the world better um, through food, through nutrition, through empowering people to do what I did, do what, do what Val did, do what a lot of other people do and did. Discover, find wellness through the healing power of nature. Uh, and for me, that's food. For some people, it's herbs. And I'll include herbs. But for some people, it's herbs. For some people, it's being amongst the trees and, and nature in that way. But I have a passion for food and, and for showing people that food is healing. It can be detrimental, but it can be healing if we treat it the right way. If we see it as nourishment and not just taste or pleasure. It should be pleasurable. But it, it should be something a little bit more spiritual about it. And that should be nourishment for for our bodies, t- for us to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of our loved ones and, and our communities and our workplace and just care for others. How we do that, how we go about the day, we need food. We need water. Just as water is, 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 is spirit, it's, it's very spiritual. Food is as well. And I think people... If you really got them to, to think and to, to find, uh, to center themselves, I think they would agree to that and even hmm. come to that on their own terms. But the world's so busy. People are so busy and they just don't uh, think about that as much as they can. They might be thinking about other things. I'm not saying that they're, they're never thinking about anything. But I, I, for me, for what I, my journey is, is I want them to think about uh, food in that way. Okay, and so you said some interesting things here. You said food is spiritual. What do you mean by that? Food has energy. Food gives energy. Food takes on energy from from plants and from the soil, from the ground, from the air, uh, from water. Uh, 
there's just something very magical, spiritual, uh, powerful about food. It's not just something on a plate and something that your body for some reason needs to go on about the day. It does need that, but there's so much more. I, I think it's why you can feel bad after certain foods mm-hmm. and eating so much. Uh, when you rush a meal, mm. you can just feel kind of not great or, you know, and, and sure you can pick apart the science of it, right? And why that exactly is. But I, I don't think you should ignore that there is something that you should cherish about food. And we've lost um, a lot of cultures and, and a lot of us individually have lost that cherishing part of food. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's 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 awesome. Sure. And so, with that, you said it's a it's that it's a spiritual thing. It's something that you want to help communities with. What do you see yourself doing? Because this is why, like I said from the <laughs> beginning, you know, I I see, uh, you know, I I see energy, and 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 I can see a person uh, when they walk into a room and and feel that, you know, uh, that whole another conversation, but. Uh, you have that, and 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 I and I say have that. It's because you're so passionate with what you're doing. All right, just like you explained about that girl that you know she was vibrant and on what people can feel that. You know, by just I mean by you just walking in. I remember seeing you just walking. I'm like, who is he? And you can sense it. You can feel it. And uh, sure enough, you know, my ding ding was was right. You know, because this is so key for people. Uh, I feel, and this is something I'm very passionate about. Obviously. It starts with food. Everything is about your food and what you're doing. And if you can have nutrition, hear me out. If you have the right nutrition, I didn't say food, nutrition, because food can be the bag of this chips and something that was here. And, you know, I have some friends say, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to do what you do, you know, because, you know, I, I want to be happy. I want to live. I'm like, I know they don't realize what they're saying. But what they're saying is, is that. I want to keep feeding my addiction to these foods because it feels quote unquote satisfying. I feel full, my belly got full, the fried, all that fried I just ate. And trust me, I'm not, I, I have been doing, especially lately in the past months and it's time to change it, but I can, I can completely feel it in my body. I'm like, Ooh, that's a potato, this fried, this, and, and you know, it might be good fried, you know, uh, in this oil and all what, but still so much of that without having stuff that's alive that's living that has the energy the greens from the ground that you just picked that you grew or someone else grew and gave attention to you can feel that and you obviously noticed it when you said you started eating that way and that's what i'm saying you can you can feel it i even notice it you know i do eat meat um i i have stopped eating a lot of it uh and I felt great. Honestly, I felt great when I, I, I lessened that. And I, and it's, you know, it was, I tried organic, you know, and then the things of life. And this is what I'm getting to about communities. I'm busy. I got lots of stuff going on. And if you don't have this or people that don't have a, there's not a lot of money. You can't, you know, organic, you know, you're spending all this money on these foods or again, not knowing, thinking that it has to always, every meal has to be meat. That's one thing. <laughs> um, but, 
you tend to just go to the things that are just easy to get and then you're back in the cycle and then you're doing this stuff and then you're wondering why your life is feeling the way that it is and, and why the weight's coming on for certain people or, you know, the stomach issue or a lot of people like, yeah, I think I have allergies. I'm like, going, that's not allergies. That's, that's because of the stuff that you're eating and you're re- reacting to and your immune system's down. But people, it don't. It's, they don't want to listen because it feels hard, Will. It feels hard to try to make all those decisions when you, you have this much to, to live on and, you know, you got to go to Winko. And so you're telling me to do all this stuff and it's just, it's just too hard and it just makes me frustrated. And so you want to go to communities. How would you, you know, do you, do you see yourself coming to communities to help them through this uh, transition maybe? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And as you said, it is hard. You know, it's, they're so, you know, people, they're not just sitting around doing nothing and then just eating those you know, some people are eating those bag of chips. Um, but, you know, they're doing that on the go. Often they're stopping at fast food places because they only have 10 minutes to spare before this and they have to be here. Um, they're, they're sacrificing so much for their children or for other loved ones or for friends, for work. Um, they're doing so much else that I can't fault them by any means for the choices that they're making that, you know, I know and you know are, are making them not well, but they they don't know better. And if they are, the pressures of culture and society are so great that even if they are consciously saying, well, that carrot looks good, but man, those potato chips, just, <laughs> I need something to feel good. And that's not going to do it for my pleasure system, but that bag of potato chips is gone. And I can't blame them for that. Um, you know, the, 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 like I said, the pressures of culture and society are so strong. But what I want to do, I want to be uh, a helping hand, a guide for those communities, for those people who who don't know better and, and you know, may need that education portion of it, or those who are struggling because they do know, but for whatever reason that they don't know of but maybe I do they can't seem to they can't seem to stick on it they can't seem to they try and try and try and they lose it or it's just so hard to try it takes so much time and energy and it it does um but if you have a support system to help I wasn't doing it by myself I had a support system yes and and it helps a lot it's key yeah and my, my even when I was going home for my parents you know they they didn't go on board with me but they asked me so so what do you want for dinner then when when we when you come home for the weekend let's make sure we have all this stuff for you that's key it helps so much because right away if they were making you know my childhood meals that had all the foods that I love and this is this is commonplace for many people and families is they get around foods that they have so many strong memories yes, and feelings for connections to right and it's like i can't blame you for going back to that or for you know not being able to uh to, to stay away from um i mean fried chicken <laughs> from, yeah. and some potato salad with a whole bunch of mayonnaise that's right for you know seafood for many right, for many right. regions and cult- yeah um but as I said, I want to yeah. be that guide. If if they are seeking wellness, and, and who isn't? If they're seeking wellness and they want to um, be healthier and feel better and do better, and they're struggling with that, and many so many people are, I want to go into those communities and say, let me help you. You know, I don't know everything. We're going we're gonna to do this together. But I know, because I know I'm called to do this, 
so I can be the guy to, to, to go on this journey with you and to, you know, lead you just the amount of way that you may need support and let you go because I know you're going to be great. And you're going to, at that point, you've started your journey and it, it's your journey. It's not my journey. Um, but I've led you as far as I can and need to lead you. And I know you have what it takes to continue on. And I want to be that voice and, and that, like I said, that helping hand for communities, individuals, um, and, and, you know, through, through their work, societies yes. and, and the world, because who knows who they're going to impact. Absolutely. That's how, it, that's how it works. That's right. I'm going to cause that ripple. And it's going to just spread. <laughs> so this is why we met. See what I'm saying? You got it. So we obviously, it, we got to go. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm over, but um, we're obviously going to be doing this on a regular basis. I'm, again, all the people who I've been talking to lately, I'm inviting. <laughs> Let's work together. Uh, you know, I have over the past, you know, I always say 20 years. It really has been over 20 years. <laughs> Uh, but it has been in the last, you know, 10 years that I've been building these various things that I've been doing. And, and again, a huge part of this is food. And so a lot of the things that we're going to be doing um, uh, throughout the next months um, in this year is, is dinners and uh, workshops that help people do this. And so I am looking forward to working with you and others, um, you know, as a collaboration so that we can help people. Um Again, not everybody is a vegetarian, not everybody's a vegan, or should be, okay? That's me speaking for the people, that they need to be who they want to be. But be the healthiest, most vibrant, most uh, uh, alive person that you can be. And food helps you do that. So let's, we're going to help you and give you... Uh, ways to to do that with it's clean and it's uh, full of the nutrition and not just you know where you can get these things and how you can prepare these things and work with nutritionists soon to be uh, <laughs> like will uh, to help you uh, guide you and, and how you can access this because the support systems and and what you need to be a thriving human being is so essential and it's just that people don't have it and so we're going to help provide access to these things and all work together to provide, to know what, what do people need? How do they need it? How can we help um, uh, people who are eating a lot of fried this and then doing this? How do we help you transition to something a little bit better? How do you get to the next thing? And so these dinners that we're going to be having, will that I've done for years with others, are to enable foods of different kinds for people that they can sit down, but it is healthy, organic. It's been worked out with nutritionists that will then be able to help guide you in these ways. And so you are, you are, you know, the epitome of that. And, and I, and I rarely, honestly, I haven't, there's a lot of people that say they want to do things, but you don't see that type of this energy that you have around it. And um, so I just want to thank you for, for following what you said you wanted to do. And we're, you have more stories because we, we talked about them before. But, you know, the, the pressures of society and, and what you think you should do is hard. Um, but you didn't do that. You sound like you went and followed your path and you went with your passion. Uh, one more question. Was it was it challenging to do that? Because you said you were doing the, you know, the uh, the master's, you know, the, the, in education. And, and then you switched. Was there a, a, a challenge for you to switch that and to go oh, oh what am i doing this seems you know to, 
scared of what people are thinking. Yeah, yeah, and you and you mentioned it by saying the the pressures, right? There was there was pressure. I was I was on track essentially to uh, be, go into the edu- you know, my follow my master's in education route. And although I was feeling inside of me that I was learning so much about food and seeing how food and health were related, and I wanted so much of that. And I was just feeling more fire for that than I was for education and teaching at that point. And, you know, if you're feeling the fire, you should follow that. that that's that's your insides just burning and telling you do this. And I was I was putting out the fire. I was telling myself that, no, like that'll that'll cost too much money. That'll be too much time. You know, my, my what are my parents going to say? People don't just throw away everything they've done and restart all those pressures and everything you're hearing and and for the most part i was just creating those voices my parents would have probably said you're feeling that fire go and do that we'll support you they've supported me in everything that i've done in my life but i was saying that no they're gonna they're gonna force me to do this and you know i was just creating those pressures probably for myself why they were very real what were they where were these these fears coming from what were they coming from? Probably financial stuff. You know, at the time, my, my parents were helping me out with my education. And essentially me saying I was going to do something else was them feeling that maybe them feeling the pressure of, oh, mm. now we have to support him through this. So you and were it, projecting. I was projecting because they never said that to me. I never gave them the opportunity to. And they, they probably never um, would say that to me. But I was projecting. I was imagining that they would. And, you know, you hear at that time, you're in college, you're always hearing about debt and about job security. And what, you know, I didn't want to follow the registered dietitian. I wanted to do something more holistic, even if I didn't know what that word meant. And for me, you know, jobs, am I going to find a job as a nutritionist just talking about food? Isn't that what a doctor is supposed to do? There was just a lot of doubt and insecurity. And, and I just, I just, just anything I could to kind of doused those flames I did and I, and I just made myself believe but when I came out to Portland and when my fiance was she felt the fire and she was she followed it she she didn't do what I did um, she she realized that she wanted to do medicine but not what she what was commonplace there and when she found holistic medicine she said that's it that's what I want to do I'm gonna do it where do I go to learn that how do I become a better that for for the community for people and i said wow she's on it she's learning what she has to learn right now she's taking the steps to get there it may add more time but she doesn't care she wants to be a holistic practitioner she wants to share naturopathic medicine with with the world and with with patients and that just led me to okay i'm gonna follow nutrition it's been it's been calling me and when when I saw that she was what she was doing, how she was approaching life's changes that were happening, it gave me motivation and inspiration to to do the same. And when I came out to Portland, you know that was one big change coming from the East Coast. Um, but I said, what, what's what's one more change? You know, I I'm young. I what do I want to do for the rest of my life? I want to help people. I want to make a change. Am I going to do that through teaching? Maybe. But I know I want to include food and nutrition and wellness in that way and what am i going to do putting out that flame the rest of my life let me just encourage that fire and 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 i found it 
and maybe that's what you're feeling when you when you say you see the energy it's that fire burning inside of me and, and i'm just nourishing it now and i'm loving every bit of it <laughs> that is so perfect yes that is exactly what i mean that's what i see and and i love being around people that have their fire because I am fire and you know I I've the same things I've gone through many different learning lessons and don't I this is beautiful don't douse your fire and uh, I think that honestly right now that that's what this is about the story that we're discussing in this little interview is don't put that out because it is key because we need you we need you everybody to be who your fire because then we get ignited and then we get inspired. I mean, I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired by what you're doing. I want to to know more. I want to do more. I want to work with you more. I want to do these things. And, and you know, you put all these little, little flames, they may seem like together. And you have something very powerful called the sun, you know. Uh, so let's be that. Let's be that light. I, well, we, you're, we're, we're, we're working together. This That's is right. it. It's done. <laughs> That's right. Um, I thank you so much for coming down and sharing this with everybody. And uh, we're going to have you back real soon and uh, be looking for you at events. Where, where can people find you? Or do you, do you have your business? Obviously, you're not, you know, you haven't graduated yet. But what's, can you share anything yet? I mean. Sure. So you can find me. I do maintain a blog. It's on um, living a, a, a healthy, active lifestyle. Um, and it's at eat, run, and done. Dot com. Eat, run, and done. Eat, run, and Eat, run, done. and A-N-D? A-N-D. Done.com. Dot okay. com. So that's my blog, and I do a bunch of other writing, but if you want to contact me that way, that's a good way. Uh, you know my name. I am on Facebook if you want to reach out to me there. Uh, but I'm around. Good. And if, if you are desiring to contact me, I'll probably feel the calling to find you as well. I love it. I love it. Okay, good. All right. So with that said, thank you so much and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you listeners for listening. And I'm excited to move forward with everything that's going on. It's, it's amazing. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. You've been listening to the Open Door podcast series. The Open Door is part of the Cocoon, the creative action centers of online open source networks. Tune in weekly where we share ideas on consciousness, health, and creativity. Together, we are taking action where the 99% transform into 100%.